Hello and welcome to another episode of Hit or Miss, a baseball podcast hosted by me, Alexandra Aguila. And today we are recording episode 11 and this is going to be a fun one. This is a baseball episode released a Cubs episode on Wednesday. So today we get a nice regular baseball episode and there's only some two teams to talk about and that's the Astros and the Phillies, two teams both competing for the World Series title, World Series championship, in the Fall Classic, whatever you want to call it. Those are the two teams that we're going to keep our eye on this week and maybe even next week as well. So let's get into it. We have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to discuss today. I'm recording this on Thursday, November 3rd, so that means Game 5 is today. So we got to talk about Games 1, 2, 3, and 4, how those went down, some key factors, what happened, predictions maybe? Like, what are our thoughts currently? Because there's a lot going on. So without further ado, let's get started. So the first thing let's talk about is let's break it down. The two teams competing in the Fall Classic are the Philadelphia Phillies and the Houston Astros are back again for the second time in the last two years. So let's just say that that was definitely not expected. I don't, I mean, if you had the Phillies and Astros down to go to the World Series, props to you, honestly, but I feel like nobody would have predicted this. Astros, yeah, like, I feel like a lot of people said the Astros were going to go to the World Series. I mean, they had a 106 and 56 record this whole entire regular season, but the Philadelphia Phillies, they had an 87 and 75 record this regular season, didn't even win 100 games, is given a little bit of Braves, so... Anyways, we're getting into that later, but it's just surprising. I really feel like this was something that not a lot of people expected, um, especially a lot of MLB fans, Phillies fans even, I can say, Um, and then especially the other teams in the NL East who had some great seasons themselves and didn't make it far, unfortunately. So yeah, so those are two teams in the matchup currently, and like I said, unpredictable, I feel like, but I always love a good underdog team. So this has been an exciting World Series, to say the least. I mean, currently, as I'm recording this on Thursday, the series is tied two and two, which I feel like doesn't happen too often. It's gone back and forth, really. Um, But yeah, so let's get into it. Let's talk about first the Philadelphia Phillies who are new here. They're a little bit newer of a team. They weren't here last year, unlike the Astros. And the last time they were even in the World Series was 13 years ago. And they haven't won in 14 years. So it's been a while for Phillies fans. And they are over the moon about being here. The energy in Philadelphia right now has been ecstatic. Like, it's giving Cubs 2016 World Series run, for sure. Like, the city of Philadelphia is so crazy right now they're detecting earthquakes. Like, that is insane. Um, I don't think that's ever happened before, I feel like. But anyways, like I said, the Phillies haven't been here for a while, so the fans are definitely soaking it in. Um, And then this is just a whole different ball club, I feel like. This team was not the way it it is now, like, a couple of months ago. You can even argue... September even. I feel like Philadelphia has recently come out of their shell and kind of played like how they're quote-unquote supposed to, having Bryce Harper, JT Realmuto, Kyle Schwarber, Nick Castellanos, Reese Hoskins, um, 
Brandon Marsh, new to the team this year. Guys like that who are definitely power hitters and definitely well-known names around baseball. Um, Some can say that they were underperforming the whole entire season, and this season they're definitely bringing their A-game, and like I said, a whole different team. It's just crazy. Uh, Speaking more about the Phillies team, we do know that they're under new coaching. Joe Girardi was fired during the regular season, and now they have Rob Thompson, who is new to this position, I believe. I don't think he's ever been a head coach before, but he has definitely been doing well. Um, Bryce Harper, I think it was Bryce Harper said it himself, or one of the Phillies guys said that his like demeanor and the way that he coaches is just so good. He lets the players do what they have to do and kind of let the players take control of what's best for them because ultimately the players know what's best for them and I think Rob really allows them to take charge of that which ultimately brought them into this position I mean he brought a team who was honestly not even in postseason contention to now in the World Series like that's incredible that's amazing I don't think that's ever been done before Um, so props to him honestly for doing that mid-season and really just turning around this whole entire team Moving on, let's talk about specifically about some of these players on this Phillies team. Let's start with the pitching. I mean, the pitching, the names are unbelievable. We got we got Aaron Nola, Ranger Suarez, Noah Syndergaard, Zach Wheeler, just a few. Those are just a few. Um, and they have pitched so far in this postseason so well, especially Ranger Suarez being such a young guy and not really having that experience. He's been shoving this whole entire postseason. I think he's been the best pitcher so far for the Phillies. Um, And then Aaron Nola, just the command that he has, he's not going to throw the ball fast, but he's going to put it where he wants to put it. And I think that's what really makes him stand out. So the pitching, the starting pitching for the Phillies has really showed up this postseason and has really won them some games getting to the World Series against the Padres, against even the Braves. So... The pitching has really, really been improving and has shown to be one of the best staffs. We knew that even before the season started, but unfortunately it wasn't really showing during the regular season, and now we're really getting a full taste of what the Phillies' pitching rotation is. Um, But yeah, so that's speaking pitching. I mean, moving on to some of these big hitter guys who is basically the whole entire team, they just keep hitting home runs. It's been a home run derby for the Philadelphia Phillies who have been winning games off of home runs, who have been winning games off of some hot streaks. Bryce Harper, who is having himself a very, very nice postseason run so far. Even Reese Hoskins, who's been astronomically well. JT Realmuto, Brandon Marsh. Like, these guys are showing up and they're attacking at the plate and they are pulling the ball. They are hitting home runs into places that people didn't even know home runs could be hit. I mean, Kyle Schwarber, obviously we know the power that he has, but the Schwarbombs that have been hit this postseason, where they've gone, how far they've gone, how fast they've gone, that's insane. Hitting home runs isn't easy. I've never hit a home run in my four years of playing softball and it it definitely I mean it looks easy but it definitely probably isn't with the strength that that guy has and then the speed and the velocity that the pitcher is throwing especially these postseason pitchers guys who are all-stars 
incredible. So the home run ball has really been working for the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, like I said, they just have those heavy hitters, and some of them have shown up. Others, it's taking a little bit of time, but ultimately I think that they are winning off of home runs and they are winning off of their pitching in the World Series right now. Other than that, I mean, the defense has been better. We know that this Phillies team is notorious for their quote-unquote bad defense, but we've seen none of that so far. I mean, yes, maybe like a few errors, I want to say two so far, but ultimately it's not been bad. Brandon Marsh has been really well in the outfield covering everything, and then in the infield, Gene Segura, who is also having himself a postseason run, who is just really great in that infield and is so like flexible and you can put him anywhere and that guy's going to make an amazing play. Um, So definitely everything is looking right for the Phillies team right now. And it's like a storybook thing. I feel like a team who was 87 and like 60 something in the regular season was third in the NL East behind the Mets and the Braves. And now they're in the world series crazy crazy underdog teams I'm telling you last year we had the Braves who won around the same amount of games during the regular season and now we have the Phillies no one expected this and I think that's what's so amazing about baseball is that you never know what's going to happen you never know and it shocks you every time so that's what I got to say about the Phillies right now as a whole team moving on let's talk about the Astros who this this is regular for them. This is another regular season game for them. They've been here before. They know how this thing works. They were here last year in the World Series of 2021 against the Atlanta Braves. Unfortunately, didn't work out in their favor, and they had to go home. Now, they're back again, and it's a little bit of the same team. Obviously, we don't have Carlos Correa anymore, but we got Jeremy Pena, who has really really shown up for this Astros team being such a young guy such a young player has been so dominant for them and honestly I don't want to say that it's luck that it's been working out for them but I bet you that Astros coaching Astros front office is so happy with how Jeremy Pena is hitting right now how he's playing right now besides that the rest of the team is looking about the same I mean you have guys who have obviously had that experience, Altuve being one of them, um, Gurriel, Bregman, they've been here before, they know how these things work, so it's a little bit more comfortable feeling for them, unlike the Phillies, who this is their first time in a while, some of these guys haven't been here, but others have, Bryce Harper has been here before, Um, Kyle Schwarber has been here before, so there are a few guys on this Phillies team who are not used to this, but have been to the World Series before, but then you still have those younger, those newer guys who have never really experienced any game like this. So speaking back about the Astros, it's the opposite for them. They have veteran guys. They have guys who've been here before. Like I keep saying, I mean, it really does play a big factor to it because they know the feeling and they know how it feels to be down a few games and how to be up a few games and how that can change in the matter of days. So I think it really does come to advantage ultimately, but where it works out with the Phillies is that Philadelphia is crazy. The Phillies haven't lost a postseason game at home until yesterday, Wednesday, November 2nd, was their first loss at home in the postseason. That's insane. And we know that this Astros team is really good on the road. They win a lot of games on the road, which other teams don't. 
and to pull up in Philadelphia and get a win there is really big. So moving on to the players, let's talk about the pitching first. This Astros pitching, also insane. Justin Verlander, who is such a stud, so good, has been amazing for them really this whole entire season, has really shown up in the postseason as well. Valdez, I mean, there really isn't much to say. He shoves. We knew that. We know that. Really good player. McCullers, Lance McCullers Jr., who had some time off, is back into the swing of things. He had some issues recently. We're going to talk about that a little bit later, but still, he has good stuff, honestly. Unfortunately, it didn't work out for him in a game in the World Series. We're going to touch on that a little bit later, but still a really good pitcher. Javier? Christian Javier? 1.67 ERA, I think? I mean, come on. Like, these guys are so good. The pitching is so good. And I don't want to say it carries the Astro team, but it definitely, definitely helps them. And I think that's what carried them to win the AL West. And then this Astros team has also been really good in the postseason. They swept the Mariners. They swept the Yankees. They've, this is their first loss of the postseason has been in the World Series. Like, come on. Like, these two teams have been so well this whole entire postseason. It was bound to happen starting the wildcard series, I feel like. Just because that's when we really saw what these two teams were capable of. Because if you would have told me, I mean, April. I mean, that's a little early, but I mean, June that these two teams that were going to be in the World Series, I would have laughed, honestly. So, anyways, speaking back on the Astros, Dusty Baker, who has to be probably top three favorite managers of all time, has constructed such a good team. And I finally think that this is his time. We do it for Dusty. They're doing it for Dusty. Let's get Dusty Baker this win, ultimately. I mean, that's really what I'm rooting for, for this Astros team. But Hey, they've been here the last three times in the four years. They have the same lineup pretty much with the additions of guys like Pena, but the pitching is just so impressive. They play well away, and they're just on such a high run this year. So it's going to be exciting to see how this World Series turns out, who it works in favor in. Right now, Thursday, it's Game 5. They're playing in Philadelphia for the last time until they move to Houston travel day on Friday they start again on Saturday for games six and seven so it's going to be exciting it's going to be fun to watch unfortunately there will be no win in Philadelphia no World Series win in Philadelphia but hey that doesn't mean the Phillies aren't gonna win this ball club is good so that's really what I got to say a little bit more about those two teams moving into a little bit more of the deeper stuff let's talk about what has happened recently in games one, two, three, and four. I'm not going to go through each game specifically. I'm just going to touch on a few things, but let's talk about how the Phillies are really utilizing their power hitting guys. Like I said, the home run ball has been really effective for them this postseason, and they continue to show it. They won seven to zero at game three of the World Series in Philadelphia. Seven to zero. Against an Astros team who has really good pitching, who has really good hitting as well. But 7-0 to zero is impressive. Now, Game 3 was the game that Lance McCullers Jr. was tipping his pitches. 
Could that have been a factor into this margin of a win? Yes, yes. Could you argue argue no? Yes. So it could really go both ways, but ultimately we do know that Lance McCullers Jr. unfortunately was tipping his pitches. He's a great pitcher. Let me say that. He is a phenomenal pitcher. And if he wouldn't have, if the Phillies wouldn't have caught on to his mechanics, I think, I'm not saying that the Phillies would have lost, but I don't think they would have won 7-0. Um, they were talking about it amongst the dugout. I mean, we've all seen the clips of Bryce Harper talking to Alec Bohm. Obviously, Bohm's not going to say what he told him, but we can all really infer what he said. And honestly, you just got to roll with the punches, I think, if you're on that Astros team. Ultimately, there's really nothing you can do at that point. He has the stuff, but at the same time, the Phillies caught on to what he was doing. He had a higher leg for a off-speed pitch, I think, and then a lower leg for a fastball. Um, or it could have been the opposite, but I do know that the leg height was the ultimate difference in that um, style of pitching. So unfortunately, that really didn't work out for the Astros, and that's something unfortunate that had to happen. But the next day, game four, they came back, and they no-hit the Phillies. No-hitter in the World Series. That is the second time in Major League Baseball history that that has happened. It was a combined no-hitter with some really good pitchers. I mean, Christian Javier was starting. He was out by the seventh inning, who pitched really, really well. They put in Abreu, pitched well. They put in Montero, pitched well. And ultimately, to close it all off, it was Presley who got the win for the Astros, who won 5-0 to zero in Game 4. So, it's really, it's so cool to see the difference of how a team can go winning 7-0 to zero to being no-hit the next game. It, it's This is crazy to me, but that's just what I love about this game is that it's so unexpected. You never know what's going to happen. So that happened. Mind-blowing. And you know what? The Phillies, after the game, they really didn't take it to heart, which I think is the best thing that you can do. Obviously, it doesn't feel good, but at the same time, you can't sit there and like be upset about it. You got to come back the next day and be ready to play. You know that this is your last game in Philadelphia, it's so important to get this win for the Phillies because as soon as they take that plane ride to Houston, they're in Astros territory. They're in their home, in Astros home field. Astros play good away and they play good home. I mean, it's the best of both worlds. A team who won 106 games, a team who was 55 and 26 at home and then 51 and 30 away. The difference there isn't that big. And I think that's something so important that the Phillies have to take note of is that they win wherever, wherever they play, they will be a team that is hard to beat. So it's super important that the Phillies win game five. By the time this game, I mean, this episode gets released, we'll know by then, but it's going to be interesting. Noah Syndergaard is on the mound for the Phillies in game five, and then Justin Verlander is on the mound for the Astros. So, two really good pitchers. It's going to be super fun seeing Syndergaard play in the World Series, who was traded to the Phillies from the Angels this trade deadline. So, that's a little bit of some, a couple of headlines so far that have been pretty crazy. 
um, like I said, Philadelphia, the city of Philadelphia has been just insane and they're overly excited. They're overjoyed and I get it. I mean, being a 2016 Cubs fan, I felt that too. And it's just so cool to see how many Philly Phillies fans are just so excited right now for their team. Um, and then their football team who is currently like, I think they're seven and oh, crazy, 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 crazy time to be a Philadelphia sports fan. But ultimately, it's going to be fun to see who wins the World Series in Houston. Um, yeah, it's been pretty exciting so far. I think we're in for a couple more few fun, interesting games. Like I said, this Phillies team is just so different. It shocks me. I keep talking about the Phillies more because it's just so shocking. It, it's surprising to see that this is what we knew the Phillies could do. And it's unleashed at the last second, but they're doing it and now it counts and now they're really showing up and they're showing the world what they have. We know Bryce Harper is having such an amazing postseason. Like I keep saying, he's probably going to win MVP. He's having an MVP season right now. And Kyle Schwarber, who is just doing what he does. JT Real Muto, who's been there, but he's doing so good. Reese Hoskins, I can't even begin to explain. The The Phillies team right now is just solely maybe dependent on a few players, but they're, it, they're winning. At the end of the day, a win is a win, I feel like, it, because it comes down to the World Series. Like, this isn't regular season game. This isn't spring training. This isn't even the wild card. This is the World Series. It's all or nothing, baby, and a win is a win. So it's going to be super exciting, like I said, to see what the outcome of this World Series is. I personally think the Philadelphia Phillies are going to take it all. That's why I have my bracket starting from Game 1 of the World Series. That's when I started. Um, but we got a few people who are thinking the Astros. And honestly, I could see that too. The Astros are theoretically the better team on paper, but Philadelphia has the city behind them they have the energy the atmosphere they have the confidence and this whole support team so that is what I think is going to happen it's going to be really really exciting to see what the final outcome is and who our world series champion is we'll find out next episode on Monday. We're going to see who wins. I mean, this whole thing is probably going to end on Sunday, I think. So Monday, we're going to discuss it. It's going to be fun. All right. I hope you guys all have a great weekend. Have a fun baseball watching weekend. And thank you guys so much again for listening. Bye-bye.